Hey, it's Gabe. I want to recommend a podcast I think you'll enjoy called What Could Go Right. On What Could Go Right, the hosts, Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varva-Lucas, sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues. They look back at how far society has come and look forward to what it will take to achieve a brighter future. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, listen to What Could Go Right wherever you get your podcasts. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that uncovers a little bit more about history every day. I'm Gabe Lusier, and today we're investigating the murders in the Rue Morgue by American writer and poet Edgar Allan Poe. But don't worry if you've never read it before, we won't be spoiling who done it in the episode. You'll have to solve that mystery for yourself. The day was April 20th, 1841. Edgar Allan Poe published The Murders in the Rue Morgue, a tale that is widely considered to be the first modern detective story. It first appeared in Graham's Magazine, a monthly literary journal that published short stories, critical reviews, and news about music and fashion. Edgar Allan Poe had been hired as the journal's editor just two months earlier. The position allowed him the chance to publish some of his own original stories, and the first one he chose to include was The Murders in the Rue Morgue. Poe's editorial control turned out to have a profound effect on the literary world, launching the popularity of detective stories or mysteries and paving the way for many more to come. You might be wondering, what exactly makes a story a mystery? Well, for one thing, the driving action of a mystery story is the solution to a crime, usually a murder, but sometimes a theft or kidnapping. 
A mystery also follows some kind of detective, professional or otherwise, as they try to determine who did the crime and why. You can have what's called a cozy mystery, like a Miss Marple story or a Father Brown mystery, and in these, the action is usually set in a small town, making the violence of the crime all the more shocking. On the other hand, there are hard-boiled mysteries. These are the ones where the hero is a world-weary cop or a private investigator, like the Sam Spade character in Dashiell Hammett's books or Raymond Chandler's Philip Marlowe. Both of these kinds of mysteries fall under the larger genre of suspense, along with crime novels and thrillers. Mystery stories tend to be more cerebral and less violent, while crime stories are more dramatic and thrillers are more emotional, playing up the fear and dread of the characters. Each of these kinds of suspense stories have common elements, such as crimes and detectives, but they also have sharply defined distinctions that make them their own unique things. It's impossible to say for certain who wrote the first ever suspense story, but in terms of modern fiction, the person who generally gets the credit is Edgar Allan Poe. His story, The Murders in the Rue Morgue, is the earliest example in which a character solves a mystery by analyzing facts and following clues. Poe even had a special name for this logic-based form of deduction. He called it ratiocination, or reasoned train of thought. In the story, Poe's amateur detective, Monsieur C. Auguste Dupin, decides to put his reason to use by trying to solve the murder of two women in Paris. The details of the investigation are recounted by Dupin's roommate, an unnamed man who is fascinated by the detective's analytical prowess. Following the success of Rue Morgue, Poe wrote further mystery stories using this technique, including The Mystery of Marie Roger in 1842 and The Purloined Letter in 1844. To be clear, Poe didn't consider his mystery stories to be a whole new kind of fiction. Instead, he recognized that the groundwork for mysteries had been laid by earlier authors, and that he was simply reinventing it for the modern age. In 1846, he wrote a letter to a friend, explaining the appeal of his new approach. He said, quote, These tales of ratiocination owe most of their popularity to being something old in a new key. I do not mean to say that they are not ingenious, but people think them more ingenious than they are, on account of their method and air of method. To Poe, it was ratiocination that was innovative, the idea of joining keen powers of observation with a reasoned train of thought. But what Poe probably didn't know is that he was also establishing elements that would later become trademarks of an entire genre. For instance, Poe was careful to lay out clues throughout his story so that his readers could have a crack at solving the mystery themselves, a tactic that future writers like Agatha Christie would put to good use in their own stories. Another defining feature that Poe introduced was the idea of establishing a recurring detective character who appeared in multiple stories. Poe's own detective, C. Auguste Dupin, appeared in all three of the mysteries I mentioned, paving the way for other serialized detectives like Sherlock Holmes and Hercule Poirot. Following the publication of The Murders in the Rue Morgue, detective stories began to grow into full-length novels. These days, the first modern mystery novel is credited to Charles Warren Adams, who wrote under the pen name Charles Felix. His story, The Notting Hill Mystery, debuted in 1862, 
and like Poe's stories from a few decades prior, it included many elements that have since come to define the mystery genre. That story initially ran as eight installments in a once-a-week magazine, and was then published in book form three years later, where it was met with rave reviews. One reviewer took pains to explain how readers should approach the new genre, saying, quote, This is best understood like a game of solitaire, or like a puzzle that you've been handed to figure out. Edgar Allan Poe may not have written his own detective novel, but he did directly inspire the creation of one of the genre's most enduring characters, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's Sherlock Holmes. Conan Doyle wasn't shy about crediting his inspiration either. He once wrote, quote, Each of Poe's detective stories is a root from which a whole literature has developed. Where was the detective story until Poe breathed the breath of life into it? If you compare Poe's Dupin character with Conan Doyle's Sherlock, the similarities are pretty striking. They're both armchair detectives rather than professionals. They're both brought in to consult on cases that have the local police stumped. They even both rely on unassuming sidekicks for help with their cases. Dupin has his unnamed narrator, and Sherlock Holmes has Dr. Watson. But okay, so Poe certainly left a lasting impression but he wasn't the only one. In fact, there's at least one famous detective trope for which Conan Doyle deserves sole credit, the magnifying glass. Sherlock Holmes is believed to be the first fictional character to ever use a magnifying glass to help solve a mystery. That may not sound as impressive as breathing life into a genre, but it was still an important development for detective stories. I mean, good luck illustrating radiocination on a book cover. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you enjoyed today's show, consider following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to drop us a line at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, 
LED headlights, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Dot com slash compatibility.